It is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Let us exalt the Lord Jesus Christ as high as we can. If you'll open your Bibles with me to Acts chapter 7, I have an opening passage of Scripture that I hope will set the tone and theme for this morning's assembly. Acts chapter 7. As we think upon the Lord Jesus Christ and His great power, Let's remember that when he rose from the dead, his resurrection was one of the greatest facts of the gospel declared by eyewitnesses called the apostles. And the effect that that resurrection had was to change the world in those that believed. In Acts chapter 7, we have Stephen's sermon. Stephen was a deacon of the Jerusalem church. And there was a young man keeping the clothes, the coats, of those that stoned Stephen to death. There were several things that occurred there that the young man should have noticed. First, a deacon had confounded all the wise orators of the Jews. Second, his face was shining like an angel. Third, his sermon was outstanding. Fourth, his condemnation of the Jews was fearless at the end of it when he told them that they had uncircumcised hearts and uncircumcised ears. Those are not good words for a Jewish audience. Fifth, he said that he saw the Lord Jesus standing in heaven, the one that Saul and the rest of the Jews were certain was dead. Verse 57 of Acts 7. Speaking of Saul of Tarsus, and what happened at the end of Stephen's sermon. Then they, that is the Jews, cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and ran upon him with one accord, and cast him out of the city, and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Come over to Acts chapter 9. Let's speak of the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and making his people willing. Verse 1, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, 
Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. The greatest enemy of the church of Jesus Christ, identified in the Bible, is Saul of Tarsus. The most educated, the most passionate, the most knowledgeable of the Jews' religion, and the greatest hater of Jesus Christ. He would be able to tell Agrippa at the end of his life, King Agrippa, I verily thought within myself that I ought to do many things contrary to Jesus of Nazareth. He was a committed Christ-hater. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ is able to do to Christ-haters when He shines His light upon their hearts and opens them by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that is what we want for ourselves today. We're coming, we've come out of a dark world and separated ourselves from all of our dark activities of the past 168 hours. And now it's time for the Lord to shine in our hearts and show us His Son. I want to read now at verse 17. Let's see the change. The Lord has spoken to a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias to go bring Paul further in the way of his conversion. Acts 9.17 And Ananias went his way and entered into the house. And putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, hath sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. And amen. What a change and transformation in the life of Saul of Tarsus by the mighty power of the Lord Jesus Christ who was able to convert the soul and to lead him in the way of righteousness so that Ananias would go and serve him. Ananias would refer to him as brother and he would be baptized and immediately want to preach the gospel that he had destroyed previously. And Galatians 1.24 has this little short verse that says, And they glorified God in me. Because what a change had taken place. Let's have that change today. The power of Jesus Christ hasn't been lessened. We're here for that purpose today. Get rid of every other thought that you have because all your other thoughts combined and squared are less than vanity. Amen. I don't care how noble you think they are. Let us seek the face of the Lord Jesus Christ today. He is able to reveal Himself to us, and God our Father is able to command light to shine out of darkness. Let us pray. Almighty God, Lord Jehovah, our Heavenly Father, we bless Thee and thank Thee for the gift of Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that You raised Him from the dead and set Him at your own right hand in the heavenly places. We thank thee that he has taken his rod of iron and rules from that throne. He is the king of the universe, 
all angels and principalities and powers and might and thrones and dominions being made subject unto Him. We thank Thee that resurrected He appeared for 40 days and showed by many infallible proofs that He was alive to His apostles and disciples. And they in turn took that message of fact to the nations where it was believed by Your divine power holding back the darkness of Satan and opening the hearts of men by Your regenerative power that they might believe the Gospel. And it changed the world. And it turned the world upside down as testified even by our enemies. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Saul of Tarsus that You did bring him into this world as well. And that You converted him by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. But we ask this day, O Lord, that You would do a similar work in taking Your greatest enemy and making him your greatest apostle, that you would take us, the least of your children, and make us the best of your children for your honor and glory. We seek none. We will do everything we can to discount any glory to ourselves. But, O Lord, we want to be the best for Thee. Heavenly Father, You commanded the light to shine out of darkness in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3, and there was light. We pray that You would command the light to shine out of darkness again in our hearts, that there might be light of the glory of God in the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us see Him today, Heavenly Father. Let us see His predecessor, His announcer, the messenger, the voice of one crying in the wilderness that we might appreciate the great change that took place in this world 2,000 years ago religiously. We thank the Heavenly Father that there was a Baptist in Damascus that could baptize our brother Saul. And we're thankful that the first Baptist preacher that you've put in this world announced the Lord Jesus Christ and, yea, even baptized Him. Now, Heavenly Father, we're thankful that You have saved us out of the world's religions and out of the confusion of so-called Christianity to be the Baptist followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, show Him to us today. He is the head of this church. He's the only personage we really want to talk about, and John would have it that way according to his own words. Be with us. Heavenly Father, we've already prayed this morning that our hearts are cold. Our minds are easily distracted. Be with us. Direct our attention. Lead our affection all toward the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us love Him as Saul of Tarsus did, who was also called Paul. Let us serve Him as diligently as that man did. He labored more abundantly than the rest of the apostles. Let us so labor that we might show our affection and devotion to Your Son. Heavenly Father, this is such a great request on our part. We leave all others for another time. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Bless us now 
hold back our flesh. Let everything that is said and done be without foolishness, frivolity, or flesh. Bless us with wisdom, grace, and truth. And most of all, the presence of your Spirit in us, around us, and upon us to reveal your Son more clearly to us. We stand in need of mighty power to this moment, and we ask that divine power might be put forth to help us love your Son as we should. We pray in his glorious name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Amen.